Welcome to another edition of the PW Mania Watch and Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Justin C., joined again by my co-host, Heather, as after a little bit of a break there, uh, the schedule is not working out, we are back to give you a couple more episodes of WCW Starcade as we continue our month of Starcade here. Uh, this week, uh, if you saw my column over on PWmania.com, where I ranked every Starcade, uh, we are watching my number five match on the list overall from 1986 between Arn and Ole Anderson and the Rock and Roll Express. And then we are also watching my number one match on the list, which is from 1985, uh, Magnum TA versus Tully Blanchard in a steel cage I quit match. So diving into the 80s this week, and then we'll probably finish up with my last few matches on that list next week. Uh, you ready to get to this, Heather? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. You know, I don't watch any of these, so let's, yeah. let's go. So let's get to it. Like I said, we're going to start with the 1986 Star K. We are at two hours, 50 minutes, and 10 seconds. So let's get this ready on the countdown. Three, two, one, play. Got the, the like, 1980s Star K. Yeah, and they're very, like, this is who's coming up. The crowd's pumped up, though. Here come Arn and Oli in their matching black jackets. Little red tights. Mm-hmm. Cops walking into the rain because you never know in 1986 who's going to stab you. Including Arn Anderson. Yeah. Uh... See, so it could be just around the corner. This is also when they didn't have like an official entrance. As you can see, they just had to step over like the. I, I couldn't tell because it's too dark if it was just like a rope or a metal. Yeah, like, it looks like something. I saw yeah. that. No announcer is announcing them to the ring yet. Like, no, there just... is an announcer in yeah. there. Yeah. Very basic, smoke-filled, like, six-light entrance. That's good enough. I think that's yeah. good enough. Is that a screen? Like a screen? Lift? Or is that just a camera work? It's I just can't the tell. camera. Yeah. yeah. Ricky Morton's like, get the smoke out of my face. I just don't get I just, I'm sorry. Like, people love the Rock and Roll Express. I, I, I'll never get it. Like, I guess because you love wrestling, but, uh, I mean, it's the same with, liking some certain rockers of the 80s. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're just, now you're just talking about, of course, from, like, a look standpoint. Look-wise, yeah. yes, yeah. of course, of course, of course. Wrestling-wise, of course, I get it. I think they play this music because I'm pretty sure they're probably playing some copyrighted music. I forget. I, th- I feel like I know what the Rock and Roll Express. I should know what the Rock and Roll Express used to come out to, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, you should know. What the heck? Go. Here's your announcer. Is that Earl Hebner in there? I believe it is. Stolen by Vince soon after, huh? Yeah. <laughs> It's 
love people love using that, huh? What are they the original Minnesota Wrecking Crew? Because like I've heard that name before. It's again, a name now. that's thrown. They are, I believe, part of the original. Like I think Jake Roberts was in it. I believe even like oh, the so Road like Warriors were in it. It's like yeah. a big group of people yeah. from Minnesota. They're all yeah. There. Okay. Okay. Like I mean. I guess maybe I could see it with Ricky Morton with the blonde hair, but like that no. haircut on Robert Gibson looks. No. 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 Yeah. No. 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 I mean, like, no. I. I don't see it on neither. Neither. And I think Ricky's hair is worse. You really? Yeah. 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 Not a big mullet fan, actually. Oh, yes, the days in steel cage matches, nobody could get in and nobody can get out. Well, Nowadays, you gotta keep the four horsemen away. Nowadays, you can ha you have to have an interference in every cage match. Right, right, you have to. Look at Ar look how much hair is on Arn Anderson's head. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, that is beautiful. Looks the same as he does now, though. Yep. Just more hair. Right, right, right. That's the one thing you'll probably hear. You just hear young girls and women just look at them screaming again. Something for you them, hear huh? Nowadays. Yeah. yeah. I Arn is probably the most attractive guy in there, face-wise. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, for me. Yeah, it's definitely uh, not only. No. But even that, like, I'm not even saying anything. But not that it matters. I just don't understand the cheer, the screaming. What you got over under? 1.5 people blading in this. Two, no, I'll say 2.5 people blading oh, in this match. We think they'll blade? Yes, it's Starcade. You have to blade at Starcade. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I guess technically somebody could get out if they really tried. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be hard to get no. out of that cage, no. But this isn't, you don't get to escape the cage to win. It's all about pitting in the side. Yep. Which I kind of always thought of what a cage match yeah. should be. Like, there shouldn't be escape in a cage match. No. Well, yes, they should know where the tag is for the tag. It's, you know, their corner. Nowhere else. Well, Justin, people get discombobulated in there. You know that as the match goes on. They forget which corner is which. I thought Arn was going to start doing jumping jacks or something, the way he had his hands up. <laughs> but that's not very Arn thing to do. I could see him doing it. I could see it. <laughs> not you? You don't, you don't no, think so? No, I, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. 
Earl Hebner admonished him for. I mean, I don't know. You, it. I mean, is he going to disqualify somebody for a cage match for using closed fists? I mean, they are using regular tag rules here. So you can be disqualified? I guess. Or Hubner was admonishing him for close fists. I mean, they do that all the time, though, Justin. They always do that in, That's true. in matches like this. Oh. There you go. Poor Robert Gibson misses the knee. Now, you know, Arn Anderson, he sniffs it out. He's like, oh, oh, you hurt your knee, huh? Time to work it over for the next 10 minutes. See, but that's smart, though. That's smart tag team. And... Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, I'm not criticizing that at all. I know you're not. Yeah. I know you're not. Smart tag team. And... So the Anderson trademark is just to work over an injured body part? Correct. They, they sniff it out, and they're like, okay, fuck it. We're going to do this. We're going to kill this body part for the next, uh, next We're gonna murder 20 you. minutes. Yep. Mm -hmm. You will not be able to walk, or if it's your elbow, you're not going to be able to do anything to the elbow. There you go. There are they are they are keeping it into their corner. Smart, smart, smart. Yeah, tag it is. Team it's smart wrestling. You don't see smart tag. I mean, there are better tag teams now. I don't. But you just don't obviously get this kind of atmosphere anymore. Where people like this is people would be like, if you try to do this kind of stuff today in wrestling, just working over one body part, people be like, Oh, we want tables. Like, no, like, I no. know. Meanwhile, you can hear the crowd in the background and it sounds like the crowd noise they'd pipe in today, but it's real. Yeah, but it's real. Yeah. Okay, so this is like a, a standard cage, a standard tag team match inside of a steel cage. Right. So that's what we're going with here. Of course. What is this on a weird camera shot? You don't like this camera shot? No, that like that sitting in the crowd with. Getting a picture of Ricky Morton standing on top trying to motivate uh, Robert. No. <laughs> All right, yeah. What are you grabbing? There's no. I know. There's like. There's. I mean. There's more here than there would be like in five years, but there's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Did you say over? I, I forgot what she said. Over under two point five people blading in the smash. I think I didn't point. guess because I I didn't know about you know the blading. I mean at this point you might have to take the under. I'm surprised nobody's bladed yet. 
They should have already bleeded, you're saying? Yeah. We're like, what, maybe 10 minutes into the match? It hasn't happened yet? <laughs> oh, look at that acrobatic flip by Arn there. Arn is uh, a pro acrobat, you know? Yep. Listen, listen to those teeny boppers or women scream for Ricky Morton. You never scream like that for anyone? No, I do not believe so. Oh, man. But guess what? You know what? Ole Anderson says, fuck that. And he's just like, I'm going to take over right away. I mean, everyone should use a steel cage to their advantage. If you're not, what are you doing? Exactly, yeah. You shouldn't just leave it there. shouldn't just be there as a... I mean, I guess good guys, right? But good guys should. No, use advantage. everything, yeah. Well, they said in the match, that they said in the... Like, when the intros were happening, that the Rock and Roll Express asked for this match so the Four Horsemen could be taken out. So if they, <laughs> if they asked for this match, I think it's fair game for them to use it. Yeah, but they asked for it more to keep people out. They weren't looking to, you know... Yeah use it as to their advantage. Anderson has definitely been keeping this match in their corner the whole time again, which is smart tag team wrestling. The only play that I mean, and and you're right, like you said, like the crowd's into it. Like I never found this stuff boring either because it does seem smart. Like and you're just like you feel so bad. You're just like, oh, damn, damn, come on. You're like a you're like a 21 year old girl in the audience. Like, oh, come on, Ricky. I mean, listen, they're still like screaming now in fear, bless you, because Ricky Morton's getting his head bust, his his head ruined, and I can think he's busted open. So there's one. There's one. You got your wish. Well, is it your wish that we were wishing? For? It wasn't my wish. It was just my. If you ever watched like the early '80s Star, like the Starcades from the '80s, you'd be surprised if somebody doesn't blade every match. Right. And it's more effective in this kind of cage, not like, you know, as much as I like the old school blue bar cage, like, the chain link fence is better to his... I like them just, both. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah, the chain link fence gives you the opportunity to rub the head against it like that. Yeah. Whereas, like, if it was, like, the bar cage, you have to, like, kind of, like, just throw them into the bar, and then that's how you do it. And that is the one good thing about the blonde-haired wrestlers is that, like, you know, you have Ric Flair's, that the blood blends in with the hair. Yeah, that's how you gotta, point, you gotta have the blonde. Yeah, yep. which makes it worse. Make, makes it look worse, I should say. Of course, the Rock and Roll Express still kind of active today. They do small things here and there. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess do what you want, but... I believe they were on one of the early episodes. You kill your legacy, I think. Yeah. I just think you would kill your legacy. I mean, I guess you don't, but 
So they're so they're using they're attacking the arm of Ricky and the well Robert's hopefully recovering out there on the outside. Earl Hebner's also got a good head of hair um here. Yeah, he does look good there. Before he you know gets back to Vince and Vince causes him to lose all of it. <laughs> Did you know that during this time period, Heather, that uh, because the Rock and Roll Express were so popular that they were actually at one point asked to leave an amusement park? Um, I don't know where it is. This like Car- Carowinds Amusement Park because they were creating a creating a mob and it was shutting down the park. Really? Yep. Would you be upset if you were the Rock and Roll Express and they asked you to leave, or would you understand? Oh man, I can't. God, I can't. I don't know. I can't do it. Stuck. Charlotte accent. I can't ride the roller coasters. I gotta leave. <laughs> yep. Get the hell out. So they used to come out to Electric Light Orchestra's Rock and Roll is King. Okay. So that yeah, I was gonna say I knew they came out to something. You don't know that. I don't know that song either. I know. No, I, I don't know that song, but I'm saying like I knew that what they were coming out to wasn't a generic like thing right. like that. Yeah. It is weird, but of course, this again, this works in 1986 to have two different babyface heat spots, but everybody just hated the Four Horsemen so much. They would, I feel like they'd play up the babyface spots too with like people like the Rock and Roll Express too. It'd be like overdone. Yeah, like well, like yeah, like in the main event of the show, you're not going to see Nikita Koloff sell this long for Ric Flair. Right. Of course, it was originally supposed to be Magnum TA, and that didn't end up happening. Also during this time, because they were so popular, they would have to station fans, uh, police, yeah, fans, uh, police in front of their house to keep fans away. People are weird. People are weird. Yep. They do weird stuff. I was just reading a story the other day about how Cora Jade from NXT had some weird interaction with a fan when she was driving after an angle she did. I'm like, really? People? Like... Mm-hmm. Yes, Justin, really. They have to. They can't help it. Do you think when they're sitting there chanting rock and roll that maybe um, Michael Hayes is in the back going, you want me to come out, Freebird, USA? I don't think he was with NWA at this point mm-hmm. yet, but I think still a maybe. couple years. He probably thought they did. I mean, people did like him. I don't know why. Ricky Morton's whole face is just now covered in blood as he's making his comeback. It's only one, though, you know. It's only one. Yeah, I would have lost my bet.
Oh, you, come on, Robert. You got to know at this point. You got the referee's going to get distracted if you're going to try to come in. Yeah, you can't do that. Why yeah. do they always? They always think they can do this, you know. Oh, he's going to get him again. He's going to get him again. Here, he, but he's going to come. No. Oh, I thought for sure Robert Gibson was going to come running in there. <laughs> no, they stopped him. There it is. That's what you wait for all Aaron Anderson match. Yeah, absolutely. The spine buster. That was a good one. It's always a good one. I mean, usually it's a good yeah. one. Great height. Good slam down. Of course, we also could have watched before this, but I decided not to because it's awful. The scaffold match between oh, the... Jerry ba Judy Bagwell? No, not Judy Bagwell. <laughs> between the Road Warriors and the Midnight Express. See, to compare the Rockers never got that kind of popularity a few years later where they'd have to have our, like cops in front of their houses. Yeah, Sean's actually attractive. I don't, I don't <laughs> get a... Is Marty more attractive than both of them? It's tough. It's about the same, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, come on, Robert. Stay outside. There's no reason for you to get in the ring. The only good thing about all this right now is that at least Robert's leg is probably a little better. So he's just been laying there? Yeah, because he's been standing there. He's been able to, you know, how you do in wrestling, you, you slap the leg just to get uh, the blood flowing back into it. That's true. Like when you're in a like an arm bar, you do the same thing with your arm. And again, the crowd hasn't lost a single thing here. They, they, they're desperate for Ricky to get to the rope. Nope, all right, nope, nobody there. Crowd on their feet, they're ready, they're ready, they're ready. Oh, come on, Ricky, come on. Can't do it. Too weak. Now, see what, if Robert was smart, what he would have done is gone to the other side of the corner, and I think as long as he's holding the tag rope, he's made yeah. the tag. He's, but good is dumb. Good guys are dumb. That's right. Come on, Earl. Get control now. Well, did we even get the? We didn't even get the hot tag. It's over. <laughs> Ricky did it. Wow! How did? Wow! 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 Good I mean, guys actually smart. 
taking they advantage of Earl in Hebner. There, but still, yeah. Yeah, now they're getting their asses kicked, but oh no, there goes Earl. And now they're all alone in there. Someone opened the gate, the door though, right away. They were yeah. like, oh yeah. And this, of course, prevents the Andersons from getting out because I don't know, they they can't get out. Yeah, that's pretty smart. That was pretty smart, good guys. Pretty good ring awareness there. <laughs> good job. To get right to the. Way to use the smarts there, Ricky and Robert. Didn't even grab their belts, which were right there. Nope. Oh. <laughs> no, they're, Earl's like, here you go. That woman is like a clipboard over there. Is she taking notes? Yeah. Must be. Do you, you think? Do you think some of those notes? women were like touching Ricky's head and just like rubbing the blood on their shirts, oh. like or on their face? Like, oh, oh Ricky's blood all over me. Maybe. Yeah. Here we go. Look at. And it was chaos that was caused by the bad guys, even too. If you want to go that far. Yeah, it was their fault. Yeah. Although it looks like Arn may have gotten his hand on yeah, but that doesn't Ricky's matter. head. Yeah, it's like one of those things where I don't think you can count it. And they're announcing it way after the match that they won, even though I think yep. the fans at this point know. They have, well, they have to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're not watching the Ric Flair and Nikita Koloff match. We are jumping over now to 1980 Starcade 1985. You, so what did you think, Heather? You, have, you haven't really seen that match before. No, it was a good match. Good tag team match. Good classic tag match. Perfect. Perfect yeah. use of a cage. Again, I always take yep. any cage match where it's, you know, like I said, it's, there's it's no interference. It's just used to yep, keep them in there. Very good. All right, well, let's jump over to Starcade 1985 now. It's just taking me a second to get over there, folks, so just bear along with me. And what is the timestamp, Heather, for this one as I bring it up? You have it. Uh, I'm just making sure I have the right one. Yep, yep, 127.50. All right, yep, so that's where we are. And again, this was my number one ranked match for my Starcade column. I ranked mm -hmm. the Starcades themselves in order, but I gave the top five, so as I said... Tully Blanchard, Magnum TA, U.S. title, Steel Cage, I quit match. 127.50 on the countdown. 3, 2, 1, play. Same graphics as 86, so it's a little different. Just obviously different people, I should say. Yes. Magnum TA, of course, has the future... Built up to be the future star of the NWA, and in 1986, many people assumed it was going to be Magnum versus Nick, uh, Ric Flair for the NWA world title. But Magnum TA has that awful car crash. He gets paralyzed and doesn't wrestle again. So sad. It is, and it's, a, it's so sad, too, because he wasn't even, like, speeding or driving recklessly or anything. His car literally just spun out in hydroplane and rain. That, uh, yeah, that's nuts. That's crazy. He's already in the ring here. He doesn't get an entrance. Of course, Tully Blanchard, badass heel, you know. Even in the Four Horsemen, just great. Oh, yeah. Tell, the, back then, you could, you could just be a badass heel, you know? Yeah. I mean, now, and, and get booed. Yes. Nowadays, uh, he would get cheered. He would get cheered, probably. I don't know, because people would like Magnum TA, too. Yeah, he wasn't like, he's not like a cookie cutter, like he's like a 
he's like a baby face with an edge. Basically, what Diesel wasn't in 1995. Right. And we got Earl Hebner again. This guy kind of looks almost like Gorilla Monsoon a little bit. He th yeah, yeah. Is the same guy from last time, too? Yep. I thought that last time, yeah. The... Yeah. I don't I'm know if that you. was... He's popular. Yeah, we get it. He's popular. You don't have to tell us that he's vastly popular. Anybody that's watching the show knows that Magnum TA is popular. I also don't like how he put Perfect Ten after Baby Doll. It should be the Perfect Ten Baby Doll. Yeah, yes. Well, why don't you call him? He's, he's probably dead. He's, no, not that I'm making joy, but he looks pretty old in 1985. Mm -hmm. And we're to, what, 37 years past this? Come on, Earl. Get the get the mic out of uh, out of there. Come on. It's Tony Schiavone's on the call here. I love Tony, you know. Look, you know, look at all the bloodstains already on the mat. I mean, I think this is one yeah. of the last cards. I think this, this I think, was a Starcade that they split between two different arenas. Uh, so let me double-check that, but I'm pretty sure there was split between, yeah, between Greensboro and the Omni in Atlanta. And this match took place in Greensboro. And there was only four matches before that. And there's already bloodstains all over it. This match has been building for months and months. <laughs> <laughs> You're mean. I don't watch a lot of Magnum TA matches. You know, I know, you know, the legends. Yeah, they I mean, they uh, the NWA thought he was going to be their Hulk Hogan. Could have been right. Yeah. Could he have been? Was he that big? Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, if you if you listen to any podcast or like I've read a couple books on the history of like you know NWA stuff. Yeah, he was he was very popular. I mean, like there were calls when he when they heard about his car crash. There were so like same thing kind of like there was security at the hospital because people wanted to go visit him, and there were like overflowing calls to the hospital, and there were people calling the hospital, and the police telling them that the four horsemen did it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Imagine that nowadays. Like, you know, Kevin Owens goes, hey, you know, Roman Reigns did it, guys. You know, he got into that car crash. He, he's the one yeah. that did it. And that court, oh, oh, okay, so that's right. Duh, the court shouldn't be out of the ring because we need to hear one of them say, I quit. Yes.
See, at least Baby Doll is like I would still consider her attractive. Like, not like you know, eighties Rick. Like we were just talking about the Rock and Roll Express. Well, yeah, of course. She's classic. Those are classically beautiful women. You know. The poofy eighties hair, like that. Yep, yep. Oh, Magnum's already busted. I didn't take. I thought long. maybe he just picked up off off the ground, but you're. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. quite possible too. No. There's just blood leaking. They just put a pool of blood on the ground. They say, "Okay, dip your head in there. Go ahead." Yeah. And again, another match where, like you said, it sounds like the fake crowd noise they put in nowadays, but no, it's real crowd noise. It's just like the actual crowd. That's how they actually yeah. sounded. Man, Tony's already saying that time in 1985. He said what? That time. He always says that in like, in like WCW. That time, fans, or at least I was like front leg back kick. That's his thing. Okay. You should be happy. He's always known who he was. I once gave this match as a suggestion to um, one of our people that used to work for us, Luke. Remember Luke? Okay. He's like, he wanted to watch some obscure, like, he's like, Do you, what good wrestling matches from, like, like around, like, 80s that I, should I watch? And I told him to watch this match, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you told me to watch that match. It was great. He loved it? He did. Well, I hope he continued watching him. Earl, test, 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 Earl, test. Hello, hello? Hello? Not working. No. Uh, hello. Not working. Baby doll. Baby doll. Check the mic. Check the mic. Was the cord? Is it plugged in? Oh no! Look out! <coughs> Maybe check the mic. I don't, I don't know. My word. Can we get a different mic? Doesn't look like they're really doing anything to that mic. Just going to have to hope it nope. works. Even though it didn't work. <laughs> That's different. Look at that. Tully's arm is busted open. Oh, yeah. Hope that the... Oh, okay. There, I was like, "What did they just pass the blade and just got it clearly on camera?" Passing is that blade. what she did? Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for her to hand him something. I'm like, oh, he's handing her, or she's handing him something. No, no, no. That was clearly the way that was exchanged was the blade. Guys, guys, his it's mic isn't working. Sitting on, it's still sitting on the ring apron, though. No, I think. Did he grab it? I think she grabbed it. I think he did it. He bladed it, and she took. Oh, the, he. Yeah. Oh, she. He gave it back to her. Yeah. Okay, okay. Screaming out there for her man, like a like a sensational Sherry. She was horrified. Yeah, Tully was. I think T.A. was biting him. Gross. Not like as much as we like her, Miss Elizabeth, just standing out there going. Oh, got a 
bleep there. That's so funny because you said Miss Elizabeth out there going, and then the bleep happened, and I didn't hear <laughs> you either. And I was like, what's Miss Elizabeth say? <laughs> I don't think Miss Elizabeth ever swore ever. I don't, I like to believe that she never swore even in real life. Never. I like the like I said I like the added like oh my arms busted open too. Yeah. Well, it's working. Yeah, it's working. Oh, Sully. Um, that, that ring announcer now has to use the microphone later with this blood all over. Hopefully he's yeah. got like a disinfectant wipe over there. Yeah, right. No, no, Tully, no. That's okay. I have no problem with Tully going for a pin. They're like, fuck, you know, you're like bleeding, you're, the match is going on, and you're just like, oh shit, that's right. Yeah. I, I never mind that. When they, that makes sense. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah, like I said, you're exhausted, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, maybe I would have done it a little bit after just asking him if he quit, but, right, right, right. yeah, I have no problem with that. Well, down. I also prefer when the other wrestler asks if he quits rather than like when the referee is yeah. holding the mic. I like that. Although my my thought process always with an I quit matches, it should just be one match. You, the bell rings and you pull out like a gun. They go, okay, quit. Yeah, yeah. There you go. They, you can't do that, Justin. Later they would overturn that. Well, there's no rules though in an I quit. There, match. You don't know. You don't know that there's no rules, Justin. We don't know the actual rules. Like of maybe matches. there is a subsection like, that says yeah, no like, life-threatening, yeah. you know, right. objects like guns, knives. Right. I mean, I don't know, Triple H uses a sledgehammer, though, I yeah. That ring is disgusting. Yes. I, I can't look at it. <laughs> like... Poor baby doll. Her man is getting too beat up for her liking. Way too beat up. And that microphone actually looks like it could be used as a weapon because it looks like it's like metal, not like a WWE microphone that always looks like, you know, just plastic. No, I like, yes, I like those plastic microphones like that. I had one as a kid. You did? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It was like a, it was like a Christmas gift I got. It was like a, pla like a, you know, like a fake microphone that said WWF on it and you could hit the button and it would like oh. amplify your voice. 
like a little one like that though, or like one of the newer ones, like the like the later ones, like the ones WWF. Like had. like new generation ones that would nah, have like yeah. the black okay. WWF logo on it. Okay. What's it going to take, Justin, for them to say I quit here? I don't know. I mean, you can't get a weapon into the ring, right? So it's going to be kicking the crap out of each other. Unless, like, I know Baby Doll would sometimes have totally a roll of quarters that he would use. You can get a roll of quarters through there. Oh, yeah. That's, that seems pretty easy, actually. Just slip it right through the, the chain link. Maybe choking him with the microphone cord? Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like, that maybe that could be something? Yeah, choke him with the microphone cord? I mean, like, yeah, like... Go up top and run their head across the top of the cage. You can see how there's, like, little... Or yeah, little why are you talking about murdering people? Uh, yeah, we we know why at this point, Tony. It's legal. It's been going on forever. <laughs> well, he's just we're, you know, Justin. Sometimes people are stupid. You know that people <laughs> that watch wrestling are stupid. Okay, some people. Yeah, some people we saw that guy when we recorded the last time from '96 Starcade that was yelling at Sting in the middle of the ring, and then was like wanted to go after Hogan because he, my NWA, you cannot come in here oh, and that's take right. that that's NWO. Right. That's right. I remember him. Well, there goes Earl. Man, Earl's taking a beating in these two matches we've seen. <laughs> well, you know, when you're Earl, you gotta... You just get beat up, you Oh, know? you got a... a wooden chair here? Who did threw Baby that Doll in toss there? that into the ring? Good arm, Baby Doll. Seriously, did she? Was that her? Yeah, I mean, who else? I don't think there's anybody else out there. Oh, God, is he gonna take his did eye out? Stake him? Yeah, oh... Oh no. Wow. He's like, here, baby doll, throw me this thing, I'm gonna murder this guy. She's like, alright. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's into that stuff. I'm not gonna hear to shame anybody. I am. Murder's not good, dude. <laughs> What's up, Rick? Move your butt. There's a cat in the way of the TV. I can't. Uh, it's over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh no, oh, baby doll trailer, not quick enough. But. Oh god, now Magnum's gonna. <laughs> now the crowd likes it. Oh, my guy's oh, gonna Jesus murder somebody? 
Yeah, like, I don't know that murder should be, like, uh, <laughs> this is what I said. Like, this is what you basically said, Justin. They should threaten to murder the yeah. other person. And that is what's happening. Yeah. He's like, I'll murder you. Yeah. Oh, and he was quitting, though. There's all this man in the overalls here is apparently in charge of the door. Yeah, but, like, that doesn't seem, I mean, it's murder. He's like, I'll murder you. Oh, now he's like, nope, bitch. That's yeah, that's a good. That's how like I like that. You can't like, murder someone, Magnum. And you know what? He wouldn't have done it, Tully. No. You shouldn't have given up. Yeah. He wouldn't have murdered you. He wouldn't have murdered you. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Wooden chair, wooden spike. That's how that match is gonna end. Was that man smoking, or was that just a toothpick in his mouth? You, he. I mean, he. You know how you've seen people that just like have a cigarette in their mouth at all yeah, times. Like true. they're just like, I'm cool. Yep. I don't, I, I mean, I like this ending, but I just don't think you should be able to threaten someone with murder. Well, to be fair, it was, he was rubbing it across the head. I mean, Tully was going for his eye. And, yeah. Yeah. And Magnum was just like, I'll, yeah. just, I'll just, I'll just rub it across your head. So I guess it's a, a little bit better. As the baby face, he didn't exactly try to murder him. I guess, Justin. All right, whatever. All right. <laughs> so... That is our look back here at 1985 Starcade, and like I said, next week we'll finish up our Starcade watch, picking out two matches to watch uh, from then. Like I said, it might be number two or number or number three and number four on my list. Might be something else. Who knows? Um, but for my co-host Heather, I am Justin C. Signing off, and we'll talk to you then. Have a good holiday. Bye.